0: gentlemen welcome into man what do i say here there's two different podcasts going on right now room 303 and revenge of the pod present the 2023 year-end review aka the roomies this is part two thank you for joining us for part two we'll be getting into best album best song um <clears throat> best sports moment and biggest surprises and disappointments on the year and without further ado let me check in on some of these people how are you doing this evening eric
1: uh doing good man Glad to be here. Glad the homies from Revenge of the Pod could join us. A little sad we don't have Nevada, um, Executive Producer Nevada, and, and uh, the, you know, I guess our, our co-host Nick not with us, and uh, unfortunately our buddy, uh, a frequent flyer on the Revenge of the Podcast, uh, Tom, wasn't able to join us. Uh, but I love all those guys. Uh, I love what we do here, and uh, probably one of the best parts of my week. Uh, so glad you guys are here. Let's close out this year strong and uh, give the people some good lists. Okay. Yeah, I didn't see you, Jason. Oh, uh, doing great. Uh was Eric
2: muted? I have Eric muted on, on no, my we,
1: we our setup here is different. We're we're on the same system, so I mute myself. Yeah. We're, uh,
0: recor- we're recording in the same room. So that Sounds good. All right. Well,
2: I I'm doing great. I was just kind of curious about that. Uh yeah, doing great. Getting ready for the holidays, getting ready to go back to Texas. Um getting ready to cook for my family. I'm excited again. Uh they're I cook for them in, in, on Thanksgiving and uh, they want me to cook again. Well, I kind of want to uh, let my mom rest a little bit. She cooks way too much. She just she's just up and down. So I want her to rest and uh, just enjoy the holidays for once. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good, man. I'm ready to talk about these albums, about these songs. I'm ready to go. Sick. You sending me tamales or what, bro? Uh, we're making tamales. Yes, sir. So, I, uh, well, if you want some, I'll, I'll figure a way to, uh, to ship them out to you. I mean, if you were coming to El Paso, bro, you got tamales all day.
1: And you know? my parents shipped me a cake, so you have no excuse.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'll pay the shipping fee.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'll pay the overnight. I'm also going to get like 50 cents in tamales. That way it, it, it matters. You know what I mean? That way the shipping fee is no, I'm
2: going to let you know, Jermaine, you don't have to pay $20 <laughs> for a, a dozen. You know, that's just for other people. You know what I'm saying?
0: No. He said <laughs> that live on air. He said, you ain't the homie.
2: They don't listen. They don't the listen.
1: Hum- Hey, that, that's true. If you hear if you're on the podcast, if you listen to this and you hear that, you get a five dollar discount.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Matter of fact, Shay, if you're listening, because he loved the tamales, because I he bought a dozen from my mom. If you're listening, you get a free dozen. But you have to tell us what was the number one song in this podcast. So Ooh.
3: Just gonna look <laughs> through the episode now just to find
2: that. Actually, uh
0: yeah,
2: yeah, best song. Yeah, we'll go with best song.
0: Uh, I mean none of us on this really care, but how are you doing this evening, Luigi? <laughs> <laughs> just
3: axe blade to the throat, dude. Nobody saw that coming. Hey, what an introduction. Uh are you I don't feel welcome in this podcast right now. What kind of of home y'all got here, dog? This is oh you thought this was a safe space? This is oh this is oh five
0: call of duty party chat, bro. Where's your manners, dog? You know, anyway.
3: Uh I'm excited. It hasn't happened yet by the time you guys are listening to this. Eric will have come down and visited. My mom will have come down and visited. So I will be very happy and jolly and have celebrated Christmas. So I'm excited to do all of that. Speaking of cooking, and I won't go too deep into it because I know we tend to do that sometimes. But Jason, off uh, off mic, I need you to tell me what I am doing wrong. It tastes good, but I'm just not getting the right cook because every time I cook a tri-tip, it's done in less than two hours, and I'm not cooking it at a high temperature, so I'm not sure. It's
1: because uh, you lack – you have, you don't have enough or you have too much melanin. So you got to be like super white <laughs> or like a brother <laughs> from the south to get it right. So you're fucked, dude. You're just not going to get it, all right? I can, Jason give you all the pointers, but he falls right on that line of whiteness that just – just just right before there's too much melanin I, in there.
2: No, yeah, I'm, I'm going to tell you what it, – it's because he's trying to like marinate and stuff like this. This is very tender meat. So mm-hmm. like, honestly, just any natural rub, try it, try that first. Also I have a Traeger. I don't, you know, okay. I don't have to, I, that, that temperature is controlled, you know, it's, it's very simple and do it. Honestly, it cooks in with like a, depending on the, the type of temperature that you have within like an hour, 15, an hour and, and a half. Um Yeah. Yeah. Not too dude, oh, no,
1: no. Are
3: you are you drying, you're yeah. drying it out.
2: By cooking
3: it too.
2: Yeah. Hard. You're drying that shit out. It's yeah, not
3: yeah. dry, but it's like not as tender as I want it because it's yeah, bro, it's like medium well. I'm like, I don't yeah. want medium well. No. You know what I mean? Like, I no, want yeah,
2: yeah.
3: Or hour, like,
2: hour fifteen, hour and a half. Yeah,
3: you're not temping it. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> why is it going so fast? <laughs>
2: Yeah, Uh, Luigi. You want internal temp from one twenty five to like one
0: thirty internal temp for for the meat. Medium rare. This is this is riveting podcast material, boys. Luigi opened with, uh, we should talk about this off the line, but then proceeds to continue to ask questions. <laughs> on how to make the perfect try and
3: Listen, they added in, so I was going to go with it. You know, if, if y'all going to let me talk about it, I'm going to talk about it. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, my, my fault, my fault. Yeah, yeah, he, I mean, he's right, he's right. 303 Network presents Naked Cooking with bothiqua Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> That's that exclusive.
2: That's that Patreon content right there. <laughs> Boticua yeah. is
0: my only fan's <laughs> handle, bro. <laughs> both is my only fans handle. Yeah, you <laughs> want to see us and I do naked cooking? We have an only fans, it's 303.
2: Yeah. If, yeah.
1: if you want to find Jermaine's only fans, just go to onlyfanscom backslash, uh the
3: freaking Recon. <laughs> he can't be the, the both and freaking Rican You got to leave me something, you know. What I'm saying? <laughs> no, you're half-breed, dude. You don't get the. you don't get credit, dude. Yeah. Damn! <laughs> hey,
1: <laughs> hey <laughs> somebody else threw a shot at you. I had to get one in, dude. I can't let my homie be the only one swinging, dude. it's a, it's a rumble. Luigi's <laughs> getting caught with
0: strays. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, as we just as we discussed, we um, uh, we're doing best album of the year. Uh, so for the format that we did this year, if you haven't listened to part one, first of all, stop this recording here at the seven fifteen mark. Go ahead and move back to part one. Listen through that first, and then meet us right back here for part two. But uh, six six people, uh, all three hundred three content creators have created their year end lists. Uh, we're going one through ten rankings. Uh, one will give you ten points. Ten will give you one point, and then we've aggregated the score. Um, you know, for from there, and so you can get a maximum of sixty points. <clears throat> Uh, Without further ado, if you're following us on YouTube or watching us on YouTube, you're going to see the full list. I'm only going to read the top 10 or the albums that are tied for top 10. If you want to know about other things that we thought were good enough to spotlight from on our top 10 list, go ahead and follow us on YouTube at Podcast Room 303 and at Revenge of the Pod. Uh, Without further ado, we'll start with number 10 at number well, it's tied for number nine, uh, but we have Killer Mike, Michael. We have Emotional Orange is still emo. We have Spirit Box, The Fear of Fear, all with nine points. Uh, tied for fifth, we have Metro Moomin.
3: Just kidding. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's Metro Moomin. My, <laughs> My bad. Man.
0: Yeah, I just thought that was a funny way to spell it. Metro Moomin <laughs> across <laughs> across the Spider-Verse. Uh, I believe the vinyl just released today. And then you have Espolon Armado and Desvelado. And then you have T-Pain on top on top of covers. And you have Take Me Back to Eden Sleep, uh, all with 10 points. And number four, Sitting By Itself, you have Jungle Volcano with 14 points. Number three, you have Black Odyssey Diamonds and Freaks with 16 points. Number two, you have Tommy Newport's Glass Head with 19 points. And number one, you have Katramine, Mine with 25 points. Uh, let's start with you, Luigi. Give us your thoughts on this list. Or, uh, you know, I this tried- is the top
3: 10 first and then anything else after. All right. Kate Tremine was a vibe. I'm glad it got uh, number one. It's it's harder with music to, like, fully agree. So I'm, I'm happy with the number one. I'm not like, what the? How? How? No, that's – I definitely see how, like, okay, that works for me. I could definitely see that at number one. Tommy Newport was solid. I personally really liked Metro Boomin um, considering getting that double vinyl uh, the Villains double vinyl, if y'all have seen it, it looks fantastic if you're a vinyl fan. Uh, and a couple that I did want to ask about. So I heard good things about Orbit culture. Who who put that on their list? Nevada, right? I think
0: that's Nevada. Yeah, that's yeah. correct. Unfortunately, not on here. But you... <laughs>
3: I'll have to ask him about that one then.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You you hit hit him up in chat where he's telling us that he forgot about the recording. (laughs) Forgot. Oh, see, that's how you use air
3: quotes. (laughs) Lasers. Um, Okay. Mm -hmm. And last one for me, I just wanted to shout out Killer Mike. Like, I love Run the Jewels, I'm a huge Run the Jewels fan. But that Killer Mike album was uh, – it was special. It was special for, for his work, I think.
0: I think I agree. I think that's the best album I've heard from him. For sure. Well, solo. Him, yeah, solo, him solo. It's his
1: best work for sure.
0: Yeah. Let's move on. Uh, Eric, uh, go ahead and take it away. Uh, top 10 first and then any of the ones
1: after. Uh, So uh, my number one album <clears> – <throat> sorry. My number one album was Glass Head by Tommy Newport – um, been a big fan of Tommy Newport for a long time The dude just makes good music. Um, he doesn't seem to be catching like that, that fame or that, you know, he's not blowing up the way I thought he would. Uh, but I think it'll come cause he makes solid music. Uh, a little foreshadowing. I only had one submission for song and it's a song on his album. I've absolutely loved, uh, that album and him, uh, black odyssey diamonds and freaks. Um, Easily one of the most enjoyable albums of the year. You just put that bitch on and cruise. Uh, you know, out here in California driving on the freeway, you got the window, you know, windows down, air blowing, and you just got diamond freaks, diamonds and freaks playing. It's a great vibe. Um, got a touch on top of uh, on, t- on top of covers by T Pain. Um uh, for a cover album. The shit was fire, right? Uh, and the dude has an amazing voice. Everybody always points to the uh what's the shit? The digital shit? No, Auto tune, everybody always points to the auto tune. Uh he could clearly actually sing amazing, amazing uh, cover album.
0: That's uh the first mass singer, by the way.
1: He was the first mass singer, yeah. Oh, cool. Didn't know that either. Um Jason, I love that you put uh Ashtray by La Rot in there. Absolutely amazing album. I remember I don't know if you showed it to me, or I showed it to you, but I remember the first time I heard that I was just captivated. You showed um it to me. I did okay, cool uh and then uh another thing on here joey valance and bray i totally dropped the ball um did not make my list should have made my list um huge fan growing up of the beastie boys uh my brother cj i think that might have been one of the first records i ever like got from him was one of the beastie boys i think it was like was it paul's boutique Oh, it might have been paul's Mm -hmm. boutique if i'm not mistaken anyway Joy Valance and Bray, Punk Tactics Part One, or Punk Tactics. Awesome. Jermaine, was that you? That was on my list. (laughs) That's correct. Uh, Phenomenal album. Uh, Beastie Boys influence, East Coast, New York, 90s, 80s influence. Absolutely love that album. Don't know how I dropped the ball. Uh, But hey, it made the list somehow. Definitely go peep that album if you guys are in that vibe. If you like anything, you know, Beastie Boys or dare I say Wu Tang Clan? Dare I say they got a little Wu-Tang clan in them? Uh, I
0: think that might be a little bit of a stretch, but so, I can see what you're saying. Uh, more
1: more I guess more like Redman and
0: ODB influence. The way they go back and forth, yeah, I can see where you're, yeah. where you're anyway, coming from, but yeah.
1: just yeah. go peep it. It's sick ass new school hip hop with an old school flavor.
0: It's look, the best way to, to point out what punk tactics is, it's a 2023 fresh release, modern production, modern sound, but it teleports you to a previous time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: Kind of like Joey Badass did the first time he listened to him. Yeah.
0: 1989. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so, Jaybird, let's go ahead and get into your thoughts on this list.
2: Uh Yeah. Uh, much like Luigi, I was definitely happy with – well, uh, not my number one, actually, uh, Kate Tremine, but it was definitely a vibe when it came out. That's all I was listening to. It's a good vibe, man. Just nice to drive to, nice to dance to, you know. It, I mean, I love Amine and I love ka them coming together did not expect that when like they were they decided to release something together, uh, which I really loved. Uh jungle really loved their project last year um, and uh to release something the following year was just absolutely amazing and volcano. Uh, just another vibe. Uh, I, I just uh, the the different sounds that they have and the production that they have, the value that they have is just amazing. so. I'm happy to see them at number four as well. Um, but my number one overall was actually something that I was not expecting. Uh, and I just kept listening to nonstop. Uh, my Spotify rap was not what I was expecting at all. Um, and it's from uh Armado, uh, their album uh, Des- Desvelado. Uh, Mexican, Mexican regional music. And I think why I kind of resonated so much to it is just it reminds me of when I was eight. Or like growing up as a kid from five to like nine years old, uh, going to birthday parties every weekend because I have so many cousins, and uh, our parents are bringing a thirty pack and there's a jumping balloon and they're there till three in the am. Who's gonna fall first? Is the are the kids not wanting to leave the house because they're playing video games and jumping on the on the on the bouncy house, or are we tired because our parents are up till four in the morning drinking and singing all those sad songs or great songs that you were kind of accustomed uh, in that uh, Hispanic family. So um, it just really took me back to it. And uh, yeah, this Mexican regional, it, I mean, and this band actually really uh, blew up Peso Pluma. If you guys know who Peso Pluma is, that one song, Ella Baila Sola. Um, that's kind of pretty much what put Peso Pluma on the map. And people like started like, oh, th- we love this guy. So people started listening to his music and then he blew up. So I, I love that. Uh, Eric yeah thank you for uh, uh telling me about Lorada La- 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 A- Astray love that uh, love that album um i think Nevada put uh, avatar uh from avatar uh, uh dance uh, devil dance um love his music uh he kind of goes all in all aspects he's like from rap to um some rock too it was like it, it was pretty pretty awesome and uh definitely want to highlight Johnny Yukon uh i've been listening to that guy for a while but um i really think like he's starting to find his sound a little bit better uh with movies worldwide part one uh so maybe there's a part two um yeah definitely just uh, definitely highlighting that um joy balance and bray uh jermaine i'm glad you put them on the list i totally forgot about them but uh yeah eric's eric's the best and you that. and i love that they're on the
0: list yeah that album i can't i when i first heard it i kept <laughs> Could not stop listening to it. Luigi, did you already give us your thoughts on this? Yeah. yeah all, right, all, right. all right. So it's on to me. I just wanna I want to spotlight Struggler by Genesis Owusu. Uh look, you're you'll come to the album and you'll expect one thing and you'll get it, and then the very next thing will be completely different. So uh, that's that's the best way I could describe that album. Each track is unique in its own right, but it doesn't feel so unique that it pu- it separates the album into chunks. It just really flows well together, and the dude shows off his skill at every facet of the game. Uh, and so I know that nobody else put that on their list, so I wanted to spotlight that one. Uh, let's see, Hales, what's your motive? Uh, I I've listened to that. All year long, from from release, I think it's been out for about six or seven months. Uh, Fantastic album. If you like uh, some smooth, smoother, slower kind of rock rock vibes, just like to chill out and mellow out to, this is the album for you. I think I thought it was they did a great job. Also, I was shocked to see that they had they dropped that. So I was pretty excited for that. I'm trying to see what else is on here. Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't spotlight my number one, Black Odyssey, Diamonds and Freaks this album is it was sonically unmatched uh the way that he went back and forth with the girl that also sings on it when they when they were working together every feature he had uh the future was able to stand out on their own or you know or just sit right in pocket with him and I just I thought the album was flawless the Live album. I love this album so much that the live album also got just as much spin as the actual album that came out. It's fantastic. If you like R&B, it's it's very much a newer, like a 2023 type of R&B, and it's fantastic. They have a lot of awesome songs. The lyrics, the way they write and pen it all together and sing through it, it's uh, it's fantastic. I can't speak to that enough. And then obviously, like like Eric said – uh, Sunset for the Dead is one of the. It's going to go down as one of my all time favorite songs. Uh, I can't get it out of my head. I can't stop singing the dude. Tommy Newport's voice is amazing, and if you're look, if you're a fan of something like Dominic Fike, or if you're a fan of um, Omar Apollo, anything like that, uh, Oliver Malcolm, Tommy Newport is for you. It's going to fit right in that pocket, and you're not gonna, you're not gonna. You're not going to regret giving that one a listen. And then finally, Kate Tramina. Talk about a summer swim, like being at the pool type of album that just sets a vibe, like a very much cookout feels, like you and the homies having a good time, like on the beach, at the park. That album captures all that, and it just has such a bounce to it that really puts you in a, in a great frame of mind, a great mood. Uh, you can't help but not be happy when you're listening to the album. So I think that's a fantastic choice to come in at number one. Um, you know, and, the, you know, the top four on this is outstanding. I will say that Across the Spider-Verse was good, but the um, Into the Spider-Verse album was better. And because the Into the Spider-Verse album was better, I kind of took it out on this Across the Spider-Verse album, which, you know, maybe that's not fair. <laughs> but it is the way that my brain worked. And I kind of got up. I got, of got mad to be honest. When I first heard this, I was just like, I was like, the first one was fire. What, what the hell is this shit? So uh, I think that kind of took that one out. But, uh, and then Espalon Armado. I think I started listening to that because of Jason and that album. Outstanding. We, <laughs> we actually talked about a song that uh, Jason will spotlight here in a little bit later, but It's so right up Jason's alley. Uh, And then I had to ask him, like, what the song title meant because I was like – I thought it was – you know, I will get into it when we get there. But I thought it was a certain thing. And then I was like, oh, it really is that. That just sounds like a terrible song title. (laughs) But great in Spanish, translated trash. (laughs) So – and then, uh, you know, Nick and Nevada aren't here, but I do want to
1: spotlight some of their stuff. So let's see. While you bring that up, I, I just want to talk about um, something. So, for people, like I don't know if this is a lot the case for a lot of people, but for me, a lot of the times, what will happen with an album is it's attached to a time period or a memory. So, Dreamland by Glass Animals, and what was Aminé's uh, the one point five album, the one that we came out here when we came out here to visit you for Hanky's thirtieth birthday, <laughs> um, Glass Animals mm-hmm. and Aminé's album had just dropped. Remember. Limbo, right? So those um, albums are forever attached with that trip out here in that summer. For me, uh, Tommy Newport and Black Odyssey are attached with uh, Japan, the trip to Japan and the trip to Greece. They coincided. They kind of came out at the same time. So both of those trips are attached to those albums. And I just listened to them repeatedly on the plane and stuff. And yeah, Tommy Newport and Black Odyssey are forever just going to be top 20 albums for me. They came out this year, but The Glass Head by Tommy Newport... And Diamonds and Freaks by Black Odyssey will probably be top 20, 25 albums for me for the rest of my life. <laughs> Definitely go peep them if you haven't heard of
0: them. <clears throat> they didn't come out anywhere near
1: the Grease Trip, homie. <laughs> no, they were already out f- during the Grease Trip. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah you okay. listen
0: to them there for sure. Yeah, yeah, I get that. You said they came out pretty close together. I was like, yeah. <laughs> you've been <laughs> bumming that yeah. for, it was for like month. eight months. Already.
2: <laughs> it's funny you say that, Eric. The Lerate, uh album, Ashtray. Um, that reminds me of my Costa Rica trip. See? Yeah, just sent it to me, and I was just playing it like to sleep and stuff. So, yeah. yeah.
1: Love it.
3: What are we doing next? Songs? Yeah, we'll get into songs. Uh, did anyone else? Sorry. Go. Nothing Go. that's on the list, Jermaine. Uh, but uh, best sleep album that came out this year, and I sleep fantastic every time I hear it, Andre 330. 3- thousand flute album ridiculous Ooh. to go to bed dude. it annoys me that it's so good because i wanted i wanted a rap album i <laughs> liked
2: it too. enjoyed
3: it too man
0: i've been look i've been saying it pretty regularly like it had no business being that good <laughs> for a dude just putting out flutes no vocals no nothing my homeboy said watch this flute flute game strong dog what what Andre 3000 was on to something. He understood the the assignment, and I think he crushed it. Probably didn't get a fair, shri- fair shake, but I, he outsold all the hip-hop albums that came out that week. With that's a flute terrible. album. With a flute album. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the state of hip-hop. Uh, you know, honestly, I think it's for the better. I think less people should listen to hip-hop anyways since it's so bad. Thanks. Uh, let's see. Let me – Although, uh, sorry, any honorable mentions?
1: Not that I can think of. I'll say
0: uh, honorable mentions for me, um, Jamed, The Prophecy, uh, Ice Cold Bishop, Generational Curse. The actual hip-hop albums, like if you're looking for rappers that are actually saying something other than bitches and hoes, uh, that's where you want to go. Um, cartoons, Saturday Night. That I mean, I'm a huge cartoon stand, so maybe I'm biased. But then, you, uh, then you had... Um, Last song I'll give you is uh, Neil Francis. It's all a bit fuzzy. Oh, saw it out. And those are my honorable mentions. We'll go ahead and get in here to um, Best Song. So next category is going to be Best Song. Again, we did the aggregate scoring system. If you're on YouTube, you'll get the full list of the 21 songs that made the cut. And I'll go ahead and read here from – all right, this is done. Uh, We'll start from 11. Uh, So tied for 11, you have Back on 74. Um, by jungle, you had Yamate o blocate. Yeah, it's not that I can't read it. It's that it says of in the middle of the word. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> my try try That's to read bad. Spanish and then throw of in. And I'm like, oh, fuck, <laughs> what am I doing here? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fast car by Luke Combs. Alive by Bakar and The Void Spirit Box. Uh, tied for sixth, you have goaded featuring Denzel Curry uh, by Armani White. You have Gloria by Johnny Yukon, Flowers by Miley Cyrus, Leaving the Light by Genesis Owusu, and The Dirt I'm Buried In by Avatar. Uh, tied for second, you have uh, Daniel Cesar's uh, Disillusioned with Serpent with Feet. Uh, and then that's um, how
3: it's spelled. That's how it's spelled. Don't look at me. That's how. It, that's, the, that's his name, Serpent. With yeah, you. yeah. It's just
0: with is spelled with the on our sheet. Yeah. Um,
3: <laughs> that's how it was spelled. That's how it was spelled. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I all right. Listen, I believe down. you.
0: I, I believe you. I'm just laughing because I'm like now I'm like hyper aware, and I'm just gonna say Bizurp Music Sessions number fifty three, the PK diss track <laughs> by Shakira that is what nick gave me i'm not actually sure if that's the song title i'm not it might not uh, have a song title so that's why
3: yeah i think it's just sessions number 53 it's bizarre rap bizarre mm. rap
0: oh yeah <laughs> it's funny because she's dissing her ex-husband who is a former uh, barcelona football player
1: could cheated on her with a chick that looked exactly like her <laughs> It makes no sense. If you're going to cheat, go the other direction. Blonde. If she's blonde, get a brunette or a redhead. Uh, you know, anyway. I'm Actually,
0: gonna... it makes no sense. Don't cheat. Just oh, 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 get correction, out of, correction. Don't get cheat, out of that shit.
1: But if, if you're gonna? gonna at least mix it up, dude. Can't get caught with the same thing you already have.
0: <laughs> also, who the fuck's cheating on Shakira? <laughs> <PK>. <laughs>
1: what? How
0: dare <laughs> you? It's <laughs> like, bruh. It's on site, PK. Uh, and then, uh, hey,
1: maybe her hip's lied, dude.
0: uh, which were who who, the knockoff Shakira or the actual Shakira (laughs) that's what happened the knockoff Shakira's hips live the summoning by a sleep token is also tied for number two I almost left that one off oh and Texas by big X the plug is also tied with number two at 10 points uh, and then fi- finally, last but not, not least, you have Sunset for the Dead by Tommy Newport with 20 points. Only two people voted for this song, but they clearly picked it as number one with it, with it getting two 10s. Uh, let's go with you, uh, Eric. Thoughts? Uh,
1: I-, I had a clear cut number one for me. Uh, Sunset for the Dead, Tommy Newport. Um, going through the list later, I did forget one. I could easily have put Alive by Bakar on there as 1A or 1B. Those are my two absolute favorite songs of the year. Uh, Bacard should have been way higher on this list because I should have put Alive. I only submitted one song because uh, Sunset for the Dead. Jermaine and I probably played it five thousand times uh, over the span of the year. Uh, I know when Jermaine's in, in that mood to hear it because I hear him singing it, and uh, I I just I just know, dude. I, I hear I hear the hum, and I'm like, oh, he's playing Tommy Newport. And, uh, I'd be
0: hitting those notes too. And then it makes
1: me want to play the album. Like I, that song is just so good to be honest with you. I didn't, I'm not venturing out of my, my, you know, my scope anymore. I don't, people send me music and if it's not something I I don't, so a lot of this stuff, like I never even heard. Um, so I'm excited to go check it out based on this, but, um, Alive and Sunset for the Dead are those are ones I'll speak to, uh, just because those are absolute amazing songs. Alive is a little upbeat. Go outside, picnic, chilling, hanging with your chick. Uh, sunset for the dead. Uh, crazy vocals on there by Tommy Newport. Uh, just powerful song, and the way he sings it, it's just perfect, man.
0: Only person could sing it better is me.
1: Nah, nah.
0: I'd be hitting those notes. <laughs> yeah, right. Old ladies be telling me I have a nice voice and everything.
1: Because they can't
0: hear. Hurtful. (laughs) Hurtful. All right. This podcast is over. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week. (laughs) All right, Luigi, give us your thoughts on the top songs.
3: Uh, Top song. I heard a little bit of it earlier because I saw the number one. I do like it so far. Got to finish it. My big big number one was Texas by Big X. The plug. Got to shout out a non listener, but still got to shout him out for showing us the song. Uh, Cole showed us this song and Whoa. I could not The this song. Oh am from Texas. It's a fire song, dude. <laughs> yeah, it it's just gets you hyped. <laughs> the
0: first time I heard Big X to plug, it was like six in the morning or something. I was listening to the Meat Boys Blend uh, playlist. Uh you probably is. should re- rethink the name for 2024. Uh, never. Never. uh But I was listening to it and that song came on and I was just like this is so fucking aggressive for right now. So I hated Big X. Like I was so mad I was just like who put this shit on this playlist? Ruining a goddamn just gem of a playlist with this terrible song and like <laughs> skipping like super bad. And then I heard it like later on it was like it was Late afternoon, the sun's starting to set. Your boy's sipping on a mean Coors Light. I know that's an oxymoron, but still. Um, and that song comes on, and I'm like, oh, I get it.
1: You got to be from Texas. You
0: know? I get I get the song, bro. You I gotta got to be
1: from Texas. I man. was it's, just like, I've, irrelevant to you?
0: I've never wanted to drink Shiner Bach and listen to
1: a song more in my life. Bitch, I'm from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> we should just all get shirts that say that and just wear it out. People ask the stupid it questions and be like, oh, bitch, I'm from Texas.
3: <laughs> I think it would answer one question uh, another one for me that I really enjoyed Gloria, Johnny Yukon great choice, I think that was Jason that put that one on there great choice, obviously I also put goaded. that was another one found it on TikTok first and then someone put it on the on the <laughs> I don't really want to say the name of that playlist again but the playlist hey. we all listen. to Put music on.
0: No, no, no shame.
3: No shame. And I just it's been nonstop with that one. I got my daughter to start singing that song too. So when it comes on, we both look at each other we start jamming. It's 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 a, definitely a good one, and it's apparently kid friendly. So your daughter's <clears throat> singing Denzel Curry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, okay. Hey, you gotta raise right. Okay. Uh and then back on 74. Man, that's just a really well-made song, in my opinion. There's, there's very, very little to critique on it. I thought it's very mixable, too. Like, we've heard some remixes that sound almost as good as a song, if not just as good. Uh, another very easy-to-listen-to song. I've gotten all my students to listen to that one, too, and they all like it. So I'm like, I'm slowly converting all of you. But, yeah, that's oh, it for me.
0: That's how, it's, that's how it starts.
3: Yeah, get them with the music.
0: <laughs> Next, he's gonna make them all Cowboys fans. Boo this man! Boo! The fact, hey, the fact that they let
1: him educate children as a Cowboys fan is just a, just that. Just speaks volumes to no left behind in Texas.
3: I like how I like how you put your cap down as if anybody likes the Eagles. Dog. get out of here! Get Their out vote, of here!
0: The, the fan base is voted the worst by everyone. Just the worst. <laughs>
3: Just. Who's, who voted on this? <laughs> Cowboy fans, so I don't know. T- t- tells you something. Yeah, yeah, Jason. Shirt? Shirt? My it's little cute. pony? What is that? No <laughs> that or
1: something? What is that? Hey, that's uh, a wild I card team, sir. The big dick Broncos, baby. Same as the Eagles, so
3: I can't really talk shit, huh? Yep. Damn. Damn. We're, we're getting a little derailed here. Uh, who's next, Jermaine. <laughs>
0: Uh yeah I guess I guess I should rail us rain us back in huh instead of acting like a bunch of deaf blinded mute German kids huh oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's my turn <laughs> <laughs> go ahead
2: Jason <laughs> you remain lost peaking privileges go ahead Jason <laughs> uh yeah so so my number one song was uh, Daniel Caesar uh, disillusioned uh, with serpent with feet uh i just fucking love that song dude it's just it's just a vibe bro i love love songs i love heartbreak songs so a lot of my top five top five songs were definitely related to either love songs or heartbreak songs no um, no i know right uh, definitely RB. I, I i get that vibe uh i definitely put glory on there by uh, johnny yukon that whole album was just a vibe for me uh but gloria was definitely the highlight of that album honestly i could have put uh a lot of songs from Jungle and Kate Tremine. But I had a feeling that you guys were going to put that, so I did it. Um, but yeah, Back on 74, dope. But although I, I kind of like a few more other songs on that album. Um, Llamarte o bloquearte from "Esbalon Armado. Armado. Uh, Jermaine was talking about it earlier on the album. Uh, pretty much what that means to uh, non- or, or non-Spanish speakers is uh, call you or block you. Uh, he's just talking about uh, a girl that it you know that kind of broke his heart, um, and he's kind of deciding like whether he should reach out to her or if he should just block her. You know, just pretty much delete her from his contacts. Uh, but he talks about a story of like how like how much it, how much in love she, he was with her and how she she did him wrong. Right, just like a lot of songs. But uh, again, with that Mexican Mexican regional music type of vibe, um, it doesn't even feel like. That side of the song, but oh my god, you're drunk with the homies, karaoke, you're singing that shit, you know. And um, honestly, man, like I'm not a huge fan of this person, but uh, this song was just a vibe for me, and I, I just have to highlight it, bro. Uh, now that we don't talk, by Taylor Swift, bro. That that song, fucking love that song, dude. <laughs> I'll jam at, I'll jam the sh- shit out of that song, bro. Uh, only two minutes long, and uh, yeah, I'll listen to it on my car rides uh when I'm, I'm ever driving but uh yeah man the reason why uh taylor swift was probably the one of the best artists this year you know uh even got me listening to her you know what i mean so uh but yeah highlight like those My songs i
1: not talking privileges too <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i'm holding out i don't she still hasn't won me over never that song's about good
2: for
1: her she's rich did though. you guys see that conspiracy that she's a uh, she's like this like leader of the satanist church back in like the 80s and 90s and like she kind of just disappeared from the planet, and Taylor Swift looks exactly like her. I don't believe the conspiracy, obviously, but I just thought it was hilarious that they're just saying she's the leader of the satanic church. You can stop fucking laughing, dude.
0: dude. That's wild. That kind of makes sense why they call them Swifties now.
1: Oh boy, <laughs> I wasn't trying to start nothing. I just I saw no, a dude. Good, good for
0: her, dude. She's yeah. she's the biggest she's, pop star. In history,
1: she's she's a she's the white girl, drink
0: she's doing something that nobody else can do and or and nobody else has done, so good for her. I'm just I think her music is vastly overrated. Like, it's like if if I want the pop that she produces, like that's I would go to a host of different artists, (laughs) yeah, dude. That's that, that, that always cracks me up. So, um. All right, we're going to move into the next topic here. So the, Unless you guys have any other honorable mentions for Best Song.
3: No, sir. All right,
0: let me get this.
1: <laughs> I'm not getting the maddest list, dude. I absolutely love that one right there, dude. The white one right there, you see it? That's a little backstory for that later. It's absolutely hilarious.
0: Yeah, that's the wrong. So... <laughs> I should definitely um, remove this from the stream to do this. All right, so we're gonna we'll just go in order here. Luigi, you're first, and Jason, and we'll just read Nick's list, and then me and then Eric, and then we'll read Nevada's list. But we're, right now, we're moving into the next next category. Uh, we'll, this is best sports moment. We could just talk about the sports moments, and then move on to the next thing. So, Luigi, go ahead and give us your two options here.
3: I mean, they kind of go together. That was the first time, second time I've actually watched baseball, and I actually enjoyed it. Uh, was the Rangers winning the World Series uh, and the baseball rule change has made it a lot more interesting to watch. so I thought that was the best sports moment of the year because it changed my perception I'm willing to watch baseball now so that's that's I think that's a pretty pretty big change considering I never had interest in watching baseball ever.
0: Yeah, those baseball rule changes so here, here's what it is. Most Americans that I've ever run into have said baseball is fun to watch in person.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. And, but the product to translating that product to the television has not quite hit the way it would have hoped uh, until this year. The changes that they instituted this year made watching baseball on television doable, which is saying something. Because that, that was a far cry from where it was before. So I think that's a great second choice there. I, I, I mean, I'm not a Texas Rangers fan, but I d- did have the Chicago Cubs win a World Series in my lifetime. So I definitely understand, you know, the feeling that you had, especially the Texas Rangers. Like, <laughs> talk about a team of misfortune. <laughs> just
3: Back-to-back World Series,
0: back-to-back loss. World Series losses. That, that David Fries home run. Uh, you um, know, drop the
1: easy fly catch,
0: yeah. It's Texas Rangers baseball has been marred with this, and you thought it was gonna be more of the same because Jacob DeGrom went down with Tommy John, their big free agent signing, and
1: then and the um, homie broke his hand too. The uh, the, in the World Series, yeah. in the World
0: Series, yeah. Um, Adolis, Adalus, yeah, Adalis Adalis Garcia, Garcia, yep. Yeah. Um, no, but that Texas Rangers World Series run—that team was crazy to watch. All you—they literally had it. Almost looked like a, a sine wave form. <laughs> uh, you know, sine, cosine, tangent. Anyways, maybe maybe I went too nerdy there. Let's go ahead and move into Jason's list here.
2: <laughs> Yo, man, uh, I'm gonna just because I, I love Texas, bro. Texas volleyball winning back to back championships. They just won, uh, I think, a couple of days ago. Uh, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yesterday it was yesterday, right? Yeah, yeah. They sealed in the the back to back championships. So shout out to the women's volleyball team. Jermaine O'Neill's
1: daughter's on that squad. I did not know that. that yeah, uh, long term, long term pacer he was, I believe. Yeah, yeah, Indiana pacer. Indiana pacer's daughter was um, uh, highly recruited. She almost uh, had she had like some crazy sickness and she couldn't play. And she came back and won back to back national titles, bro. <laughs>
2: Yeah, dude, it's fun watching volleyball. Uh, anytime I'm like playing, um, anything Texas, you know, I'll try to put it on on the screen when I'm playing video games and stuff. So yeah, it was nice. To, it was nice to see. I think uh, even the year before that, before they won, uh, they lost in the championship. So they they've been they've been on a tear, dude. Uh, they're almost always they're one yeah, of the he- heavy yeah.
0: favorites usually.
2: Yeah, and then um uh the Kelsey Bowl, dude, uh, the Super Bowl. Uh, two brothers, two brothers, uh, in the Super Bowl. Uh, it was just cool, man. It was, it was cool to see. It was here in Phoenix. So uh, I know, Eric, I know you're upset. Uh, your team made it to the Super Bowl, but I thought it was really cool that both of you guys were able to go actually see the Super Bowl, check out Rihanna. Um, I hope you guys had a great experience minus the the ending result, you know, so. Minus I mean,
0: the referees. I mean, everything was pretty tip-top.
2: Yeah, yeah. That was kind of some BS, too. I, I'll agree with that. Uh, another one, dude, uh, Las Vegas, WNBA, uh, winning back-to-back championships. Uh, I know not a lot of people are uh, huge fans, but um, it, it's it's very entertaining to watch. Uh, Candace Park was on the team. Yeah,
1: she was hurt though. She was hurt in the yeah, finals. Yeah, she's hurt. Also, yeah, yeah, was yeah. Forgetting the main main chick on that team, Candace Parker. Was what? it? What's it? <laughs> <laughs> no, sir.
0: Who's the main chick, Eric? Yeah, who's Kelsey the main chick, Plum, Eric? Kelsey is not the best player on that. Oh, team. I'm not.
1: I don't care about who's the best player. I'm talking about wifey material, Kelsey Plum, bro. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. She's a hooper. No, she's a hoop. She's a hooper, bro. It's not all about the looks. I mean, she's obviously a, looker, oh, come on she's now. a hooper, bro. You <laughs> can just watch hoops with her and kick it. Like, how dope is that? Chill out, bro. You, you know, know it's because she you cause, I, know it's cause each, she's five. Each and every last one of you, maybe not Luigi, but you you do euro steps and layups when you walk through doors. Imagine your chick comes just out of nowhere and blocks your fake layup.
0: Oh, That's i a perfect marriage, dude. I'd be busting the cleaning ladies' ankles,
2: dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? She
0: ain't never ready, dude. Um. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and then um, Leigh Bum passing uh, Kareem's uh, all-time scoring record. I'm sorry. You you have to put that on there, dude. That's an all-time list. Like, it, It's going to be a moment that we remember for the rest of our lives because, dude, it's going to be a while before that record gets broken. It's going to be a long time. We might not even be alive if it does ever get broken. And uh,
0: first ever Lakers. I'm so sick of people saying that these records won't get broken.
1: There's one record that won't get broken.
0: They said – Kareem Abdul Jabbar's record would never be broken. And then here we are. Let's stop saying that. <laughs> like, I don't understand.
2: Yeah, with these rule changes, the shot clock, stuff like that, you know, they're definitely promoting uh, scoring a lot more. So,
0: yeah, I don't see, I don't, I could Luka, see Luka's record getting broken too. So, Luca Dunches right now, on average, through his first 350 games, is second all time. So, like, Let's stop saying these like crazy things. I'm happy for LeBron, but like let's stop saying these records can't be broken. <laughs> like cuz they can. And that's why we always sit here and say, "Yo, it's crazy this record just got broken." <laughs> like that's exactly that is exactly why we keep track of these records. So that way we can keep track of when they get broken. They get broken. That's how they get set in the first goddamn place. I just that's a my a pet peeve of mine with with ESPN. So And then uh, lastly, just, you know,
2: uh, we got the in-season tournament this year, which uh, was a success, a lot successful than people expected it to be. And the Lakers were on top on that. You know what that means? They're going to win the championship this year,
0: bro. That's all that means. That's all that means. Can we stop calling it the in-season tournament? It's the NBA Cup? It's the NBA Cup. All right. NBA Cup, in-season The NBA NBA did the issue with this, too, because I think the banner says in-season tournament. I think it does. Yeah, and they need, they need to which, rebrand this shit. It's bullshit. In it, season tournament is a terrible fucking name. Terrible. The NBA Cup, which is what they're playing for, should just be the
1: name of the tournament. Dude, it's like I'm going home to watch Champion League. I'm going home to watch the Emirates Cup. I'm going home to watch the FA Cup. So I'm going to watch the NBA In Season Tournament. It's
0: fucking ridiculous. <laughs> that ISP, bro. It doesn't even flow. IST is too close to S T
1: D. It should be the Kia NBA Cup. Okay. That's what it should be.
0: Actually, yeah, Kia is all over NBA stuff. So no, yeah, I think that's a great choice. I love that they hung the banner. I love that the Lakers took it serious. Um it's good for the it's good for the NBA that LeBron and then by proxy because LeBron plays on the Lakers, that he took it seriously. Because that lends credence to it. Mm-hmm. Also, LeBron could just add that to his resume, and you know his narcissism is real. Oops.
3: Yeah. I used to be a big LeBron fan until the past few years. I'm like, oh.
0: He makes it – he's insufferable. It's kind of what it is. And then him coupled with his fans, they're just insufferable. The worst of the And they just like – honestly, yeah, LeBron fans shit on Philadelphia Eagles fans. At least the Philadelphia Eagle fans are rooting for a team. The LeBron fans are like, oh, I'm a Heat Cavs Lakers fan. What the fuck kind of shit is that, bro? <laughs> like,
1: yeah. Pick a team and you ride right or die.
0: That's bro. so crazy to me. All right, give us Nick's list.
1: Uh, Nick's list. So he had Mahomes at, or Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts as the first two black QBs in the Super Bowl uh, to face off against each other. Um, I really wish people would stop talking about that Super Bowl. Uh, then the University of Georgia Bulldogs going back to back. Uh, first time anybody's done that since Alabama, like four years ago. Uh, Farley Dickinson knocks off Purdue. I actually don't remember that. Uh, what is that? A basketball? number 16 seed beat the number one seed in number the NCAA. One seed, there we go. NCAA March, March. I guess because Virginia had already done that, I guess it didn't. It didn't stick as hard, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it was Purdue. No, it's pretty it's legendary. It's crazy. crazy. Uh, and then the Panthers knock off the Bruins in the NHL playoffs. Yeah. Texas Rangers postseason run. Uh, the I, I, you know, Nick, you know, Jason had or Luigi had them. The Texas Rangers World Series. But if you watch that playoffs, if you watch the season leading up to it, um, it was an up and down season. They were hot. Injuries happened. They got hot at the end, and then they ran through the playoffs. I believe undefeated at home. Or on the road? Which one was uh, it? It was undefeated somewhere.
0: Uh, on the road, I think, because it was – no home team had won a game in a series. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, just what they did was legendary. Um, and he's got a pretty solid list. I mean, that's, you know, a lot of championships, a lot of crazy shit there. But, yeah, definitely a good list.
0: Boston Bruins won the President's Trophy, which means they scored the most points in the NHL regular season. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the most points all time. Like, they set the, they set the record. A record that was said to never have been broken. Uh <laughs> it in on you. <laughs> uh and then the Panthers uh on their on the Panthers run to the Stanley Cup finals where they lost, they knocked off the Boston Bruins in the first round. So that was a big, big, big upset. Um, and then you know, that post postseason run is essentially the same thing that Luigi picked. It was mm-hmm. it was a big time moment. That Rangers World Series was special. Uh, i I was pretty happy they won, especially because diamondbacks fans i mean if they exist uh so they don't yeah although jason's a diamond's back
1: he's not
0: <laughs> let's go ahead and get it to my list here i cheated because and the... you're a fucking phillies fan
1: bitch sorry dude it's hurtful <laughs> he's with the bitch live on there dude Just fighting words dude he's lucky it's not lebron and fucking email bro <laughs> Sudoku. <laughs> Everyone's fucking name is. Fuck that fucking no, Sudoku infidel. Inf- and <laughs> what would you call somebody who cheats in it? Not infidel. That's a terrorist. Uh, whatever. Proceed. Go ahead with your list. No, I here. mean,
0: well, infidelity.
1: Yeah, right. that king of infidelity. Goddamn it. There we go. Go ahead, Jeremy.
0: Um, now that we've gone through that rabbit hole, whatever. Dude. Welcome to
1: Fuck Eric's you. brain. My <laughs> <Baudere>. <laughs> Let's
0: go ahead and get into my list here. Uh, I cheated. Uh, December eighteenth, twenty twenty-two, is when the World Cup uh, was was finished. That falls in the criteria, so I go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and double tap my boy, uh, Killian Mbappe's World Cup hat trick versus the goat. Uh, well, many's M- 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 widely regarded goat, uh, Lionel Messi, in a mi-
3: you know, in
0: a football match that um, was heard round the world. Talk about a hell of a
1: fucking ball game. Would have been great if it was ninety. <laughs> It would have been great if France didn't just play fucking the last thirty minutes of the game.
0: Oh man, yeah. If we would have showed up, huh? Yeah. Or if uh, what? Oh, f- fucking.
1: Anybody not named Mbappe decided to play football that day, they would have won, dude. If no, it's what's his nuts. Griezmann. God,
0: Didier. If Didier Deschamps would have got off oh. his ass and subbed on people sooner, yeah, his team was. Anyways, yeah. we're not getting into football no. games here. <laughs> we're just gonna keep it pushing. It still stings. Guys. I know. It still stings. I was about to go on a rant that I have perfected. I've said so many times. <laughs> let's just uh, let's just move on. Uh, number two, I had the Miami Heat's uh, NBA Finals run. You know, they they began their postseason by losing their very first game and being forced to play another playing game. They win that play-in game. They go on to do something stupid special. They beat Milwaukee. They beat the Knicks. They beat the Celtics. And they eventually lose to the world champions. We'll actually get into that on Nevada's list here in a second. So uh, that run was crazy to watch. They were like a 42-40 and ball club. They were the literal, literal definition of average in the regular season. But just, you know, this is why we play the games. This is why we play the games. Uh, very next one, I have Texas college football selection. Um, so college football playoff selection. Uh, the Texas Longhorns, much maligned for a better part of a decade, uh, 13 years to be exact. Uh, all of it warranted. <laughs> you know what I mean? Texas has a big mouth, big ego, big, big. Uh, you know, big university, big program. So uh, it's good to see them finally back uh, playing with the big boys. We'll see how the, the football <coughs> – Playoff works out, but <laughs> I've got some pretty high expectations. Uh, Very next thing, uh, number four, I'm going to do the San Diego State University's NCAA Men's Final Four run um, to open the season for San Diego State. Uh, when college hoops was kicking off, I kept telling Eric, are we going to go? Are we going to go? Are we going to watch SDSU? <laughs> and he kept giving me the – the uh, yeah, I mean, sure. I guess we'll go. Yeah, blah blah blah. Sure, we're sure we will going. I kept telling him like this team would have won the the um, March Madness. They would have won March Madness last year. You know, if if the tournament wasn't shut down, what the year that COVID shut down the tournament, they would have won uh, the March Madness. This is still part of that team. And uh, sure enough, they made a Final Four run. We saw them hit the game-winning shot at Petco Park on the big screen with all the other San Diego locals. So that's an awesome moment that that I got to watch for that. And then, you know, unfortunately, they didn't get the job done. But they got to the final. And, you know, that's, not, that's more than most teams can say.
3: Yeah.
0: And then, obviously, number five, uh, because I don't think we've talked about this yet, but uh, the Super Bowl this past year was fantastic. The, the Philadelphia Eagles took on the Kansas City Chiefs. It was the first matchup of two black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. Um, you know, the Kelsey brothers played each other. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> uh, but it was tight. I went to the Super Bowl person, so I had to make the list. Uh, but I was not trying to specify any of the other details, but everyone had it on the list. It was also one of the best Super Bowls I've ever seen.
1: Like the absolute worst super bowl.
0: That watched. like 38 35, you know what I mean? Like 72 points, two quarterbacks in the peak peak of their prime. Scoring you know back pl- and forth. Pl- you know, back and forth affair, defense is making plays, running backs making big plays. Like it was uh it was an awesome, awesome Super Bowl. Uh but the referees do what referees do. Why does that keep happening?
1: Um get done with your list, yeah. Uh, so I didn't write anything down because uh, yesterday the Eagles played the uh, Seattle uh, Seahawks and the game didn't go in my my team's direct you know favor. So I was hot. So I didn't submit anything for sports, but I do have something. Um, I did submit some stuff for the biggest disappointment of the year later on, which we'll touch back to. Uh, but I will say shout outs to Texas. Uh, they saved uh, that season, saved all faith
3: in Texas football. But we still made the college football playoff, so that's good. Um,
1: and then um, you want to do Nevada's list, Jermaine, or do you want me to do it? Go ahead. Uh, so this is Nevada's list. So number one for him as a, a local, uh, you know, Coloradian, is that's what they're called, Coloradoan, uh, Denver Nuggets championship. First one in franchise history led by the true MVP, uh, Jokic. Right? Joker? Jokic? Nikola, yeah. Nikola. Uh, and then he put early prime season. I'm assuming he means the first three games of the Deion Sanders experiment at the University of Colorado. For the Buffaloes, they went 3-0, and and then it went fucking south real quick. Uh, the World Baseball Classic, USA's run, and the final, which was legendary. We had the two best players in baseball, one for the Japanese team, uh, a man named known as or used to be referred to as Shohei Otani. Now we just call him the bitch that chose LA um versus Mike Trout and the United States of America final pitch of the game or final at bat of the game is Mike Trout against Shohei uh for the World Baseball Classic the two I would say the two most predominantly are uh, the two most pro- predominant teams in that in that in that tournament usually it's the US and Japan right I mean you uh, could go in Yeah in the they're they're
0: at the top Dominican Republic would have some some bums some beef Yeah
1: so basically you know two of the top 3 4 teams are pretty much every time they have this tournament uh faced off in the final with the two base players in baseball it was amazing uh he also had Farley uh, Fairley Dickinson uh upsets number 1 Purdue uh D- Jovic Jovic, Djokovic Djokovic god damn it i don't know why i was struggling so much there <laughs> uh ended up breaking the Grand Slam title with 24 for men uh and then what should have been number 1 on everybody's list was Tom Brady finally retired uh much like Jason LeBron scores the uh, LeBron becomes all time scorer and in one of the most dominant shows in sporting history, uh, Max Verstappen dominated F1 for the 2022-2023 season.
0: Any thoughts on any of those? That was a good list. That
2: was a good list right there.
0: Yeah, it was a good year of sports. It really was. A lot of a lot, lot of crazy stuff happened. Uh, let's see. We're going to get moving to the next topic. <laughs> which is... Biggest surprises? Yep.
1: Let's go. I can't believe Nevada's selection for this. Dude. I can. It fucking makes me die laughing every time. <laughs> oh, goodness. All
0: right, bring it back. All right, Luigi, you know the drill. This is biggest surprise for the year 2023. Take it away, sir.
3: Uh, so for mine, it was the headline where the U.S. recovered biologics. Again, Quotes. Uh, from UFO crash sites, even not in Alabama. Uh, let's scratch that. From UFO crash sites, uh, and they, they say that there's no proof of alien uh, aircrafts, but they don't know what the other biological material at those crash sites is. So, and th- and from what I understand, they did not rule out that the biological material could be alien, so I'm confused as to how they reconcile the two. Um, I'm also wondering: Did they have an animal on board? Is that the only other explanation we have? I don't want to jump to alien, but I mean, I mean, all the information we're getting here. I don't want to be crazy, but all the information we're getting here tells me maybe, maybe we've been visited. You know what I'm saying?
0: Maybe the found biologics are actually the ship. The
1: ship is alive. That'd be
0: crazy. Ooh, that'd be crazy. Nope. <laughs>
1: fucking Transformers is coming to life!
0: Every single one, every single one of you guys' eyes got so wide after I
1: said that. I, I hop in the whip, and that bitch doesn't turn into a fucking big robot tomorrow. I'm fighting you, Jermaine.
3: <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, "Nope." Uh, the uh, well, if you haven't seen Nope, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> nope. S- s- spoilers. Have you seen Nope? Nope. <laughs> all right jason let's get your surprise here brother
2: uh i went movies uh dungeons and dragons the movie dungeons and dragons was a lot better than i was expecting going into it i had a fucking blast dude i i love that movie fun time recommend it to anybody kids family whatever it's just it, it gave you everything that you wanted and
0: uh it made me uh wanting more so yeah I really yeah I, I, you You said really really hope they make another one? So, and here's the best part about Dungeons & Dragons, right? They can make another one with a whole new crew and a whole new story, and it don't even got to – it just be whatever the hell they want it to be. So I I thought that was a good job. You obviously weren't the only one who liked this movie, but it made other people's lists, and it was on our our top movies of the year. So, um, yeah. Honestly, I was surprised. I I went to go see it because I love Dungeons & Dragons, but (laughs) – I was not expecting that. Obviously, I have the only correct answer. Um, The biggest surprise of the year is that Eric still has not acknowledged him. And I never will. (laughs) I will never acknowledge that boring motherfucker. Acknowledge him, Eric. Never. Acknowledge him. He is the tribal chief.
1: My man got cheated. As soon as you say what it was, my man got cheated.
0: Roman Reigns is currently on a historic run. Eric, can you give me the number of days that he's been the champ right now? he's currently on a historic run and it looked like he was poised to drop the WWE heavyweight championship and the universal title to Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania 39. Cody Rhodes, the prodigal son returns to WWE dusty Rhodes, kid dusty Rhodes, never won the world title dusty Rhodes. uh, Sorry, Cody Rhodes wins the Royal rumble to earn the opportunity at Roman reigns at the greatest show. Um, and or you know, the showcase of the immortals, and Roman Reigns still gets the job done despite that. Um, it was fantastic. The drama, the high pressure, WrestleMania was fantastic. So, uh, Roman Reigns is currently uh, on a 1294 day streak. Um,
1: oh wait, no, that's not right. Was on that, that was the streak. No, he didn't lose on that one, he didn't lose that. Money
0: in the bank? No, he got pinned. That was the first time he got pinned. Oh, well, but that's he, weird because he didn't—he no, no, no. didn't lose the title, so he's still the champ right now. Either way, so based on that, you could you—you you know, money in the bank was probably in June or July. You extrapolate another six months, His, so another 180
1: days. To since, give you guys context, he became the tribal chief in 2020, and he has not—he <clears throat> has not lost a match since November 12th, 2021.
0: He did lose a match. That was what that was. So one thousand two hundred ninety four days without losing a match, <laughs> and then, um, no, he he's on a run. It's fucking awesome. So I picked him for the biggest surprise because I thought Cody Rhodes. I was rooting for Cody Rhodes to win the title. Everybody was. America was rooting for Cody <laughs> the American nightmare. We were pulling fucking for our boy and uh, Roman Reigns. Uh,
1: uh, finagled us. Oh, Eric, you have one. Uh, for biggest surprises, uh, biggest surprises. Nick was on this episode next.
0: Uh, that is a pretty big shock. We planned this for two weeks and uh, lost Nevada and Nick in the process. No, Nevada's saving lives. He gets an excuse. <laughs> Nevada's at home right now, bro. He's still saving lives. Dude. No, he's not. He's at home. All right. So Nevada's answer for biggest surprise was Corey Perry fucking Connor
1: Bedard's mom. Luigi, do you have any context <laughs> to that? Do you have any context to what that what that is, Luigi? Does this suck? Uh, no. No. I'll let Jermaine talk because it's Jermaine's guy anyway.
0: So. All right. So the Chicago Blackhawks uh, were, had the number one overall pick in this year's draft, right? The Chicago Blackhawks uh, were won the sweepstakes of the lotteries for Connor Bedard's services. He's one of the next phenoms, right? I'm talking best ever, right? LeBron up there, James up, up there with. Yeah, exactly. LeBron James type of player. up there with Gretzky and Lemieux and and Jaeger. um Ovechkin, and Corey Perry was brought to the team as a veteran to you know kind of be a father figure towards Connor Bedard. Think he took that, uh, that too seriously. That was <laughs> an actual. That was a quote that the general manager said. And we brought him in to be a father figure. Uh, my man Corey Perry understood the assignment. <laughs>
1: fault the man for following instructions.
0: You know what I mean? He understood the assignment. And so he ended up fucking Conor Bernard's mom and getting fired. He got shit canned. Here's the thing. The organization has come out and said that it wasn't that. It's something else. It's not criminal, blah, blah, blah. So I'm kind of at the point where it's like, this is the story I'm choosing to believe. If you're not going to tell me what the story is, this is the story I'm going to run and I'm going to tell everyone. So, uh, Corey Perry fucked Connor Bernard's mom. Uh, so f- fun fact, Corey Perry does does more than break backs.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> full circle. Full circle. Full, full circle, ladies how
1: does, and gentlemen. How does, oh my God. Love it. <laughs>
0: oh, all right. Any honorable mentions for biggest surprise, boys. Uh no, can't think no, I'm good. No, I can't think of anything. Okay. Uh, let's go ahead and get into biggest disappointments. Luigi, you know the drill. Uh,
3: so I'll start with my dynasty fantasy team just going out in the first round in the worst way possible. Like, I never made less than a hundred points the whole year, and I made 59. You know what? It doesn't matter. We're gonna move on to the second thing. Which is Secret Invasion by Marvel. Um I felt like I lost a bit of my soul watching that show. I lost oh, a bit of intelligence, self-respect, dignity. Some of it just just left me watching those episodes. I felt like you it was sure a waste Secret of Amelia Huh? You sure you watch Secret Invasion
1: or well, that's a lot of <laughs> that's a lot of
3: pressure on a TV show, bro? It was terrible. <laughs> Was terrible i felt like i wasted a uh, part of my life watching that show it was that to me that bad uh personally it was difficult to get through i didn't even want to finish it but you know here we are so those are my two disappointments i hate fantasy football thank god i don't care about football go on
0: oh, 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 oh. We, we gotta set the stage here
1: yeah You didn't do it justice, Luigi. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Oh, actually.
0: No, they made me sit through Eagles talk. You're sitting through this. Hold on. I'm going to pull up some
3: some evidence here. Oh, he's pulling up the dynasty League. Oh. All right. So I went from worst to first. Go on.
0: (laughs) So we'll go ahead and uh, look at the division breakdown here. Uh, So we have OnlyFans top 1%. Luigi's not in that division. We're going to look at the Reddit comment section. Uh, Luigi is 13-1. and He has lost one fantasy football matchup all year and had a points four of 2018 and 91. And he has a max points four of like 2360 on the year. And he decides to... Here, yeah, we'll just pull up his little matchup here. You know, you know, he he decides to go out and lose. <laughs> Hold on. He goes, he decides to lose. <laughs> 11709 1, to 59.81. Uh Luigi didn't even score 60 points this week. And five uh, starters out. Okay. Five. It's hard <laughs>
3: to come back and it. <laughs> Uh, a number three receiver, and then the Cowboys went and like, crapped the bed in Buffalo. I don't even want to talk about that, but that ruined my fantasy too because. I- <clears throat> <throat> let's move
1: on, on. Let's go to the next <coughs>
3: <laughs> I wish I would have tanked at the end
1: of the season and let Jason into the playoffs and lost, so that I could have played you in the first round and whooped that ass, bro. Now I'm now I'm on vacation just like you because I had to face the fucking. Captain Bag fumble, Nick. He's gonna
0: blow it next week. <laughs> God damn! It. Oh, that's enough of our dynasty, Luigi. I mean, Jason, give us your biggest disappointment.
2: My biggest disappointment has has to be Killers of the Flower Moon, the movie, um, Scorsese's film. I had so much hype for it. I was so excited for it. Uh, not that it was a bad film. It, uh, the acting was great. Um, just the story, like uh, I, I know there. I know he's telling a story that's a, you know, that, re- that was partially true, but it's still a movie. What, what do people go into movies? They want to be, especially if you're telling like a murder mystery, did not feel like a murder mystery. I knew exactly what was going to happen. I knew exactly <laughs> where this was going. Um, So it was very disappointing. I'm like, okay, what was the whole point of this? Like, if you want to make this a murder mystery, some people haven't read the book because I don't read books. You could have made it like, was it really... DiCaprio without part of this, like it just didn't feel like it. Like uh, from a person that made Shutter Island, where like at the end I was like, "Holy shit!" Did not realize that it, it just was very disappointing. Um, I would not watch it again. Don't recommend watching it to anyone. Um, it, truly it, sad.
1: It's just guys like him just stuck around just a tad bit too long. Yeah, just a tad bit too long. Just don't make your last two movies and your catalog is almost perfect.
0: Right, I agree. Him, Ridley Scott, Steven Spielberg, Clint yeah. Eastwood—we'll
1: just stick around. Way James too long.
0: Cameron. I know they're the OG Killums, and I do thank them for all the fire they made, but it's time to go. <laughs> 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 like y- y'all gotta go. It, you have stayed too long. Like it's not even exciting anymore to watch these films. And for fuck's sakes, three and a half hours is too long. It was ridiculous,
1: dude. Absolutely ridiculous.
3: <laughs> I'll say James Cameron's movies still slapping though. Like *Way of Water*, I'll watch that again and again, and that's a long ass movie. The
0: first *Avatar* sucked
3: though. Yeah, it that.
0: wasn't. That? <laughs> <laughs> oh, James Cameron! I have a real bone to pick with him. All right, we'll go to uh, Nick. Uh, uh, biggest disappointment was that he didn't make this show, uh, and then my um, my choice for biggest disappointment. Was uh, CM Punk Returns to WWE? I'm just, I'm over this guy. I'm like everywhere he, can... he goes, he just messes everything up. He sucks. Nobody he just, likes him. He
1: just plays like he's just, he's, uh, and I just got into wrestling, but he just sucks like he's a locker room cancer. He plays these fucking games. Like he goes, I'm injured and he's gone and he comes back and everybody's excited. And the next, thing you know, he's injured or gone again or he's causing a ruckus in, in the back. Like, yeah, dude. Fuck him. Go back to WWE. Nobody wants you in fucking AEW, bro. CM Punk is James Harden. Yay, dude! I like that. I hate them both equally.
0: <laughs> so Man. like, like that's that's what it was. This dude nine years ago, right? Nine years ago, almost almost. I actually, I think it was ten years ago. Um, left WWE, accused them of putting his life in danger. Went into a lawsuit with them. He had like. Staff infections that they wouldn't treat, and they kept forcing him to wrestle and all this other stuff, and said that he'd never go back. Yeah. <laughs> he said all, and all he had done from them was trash WWE, and it, oh, and now he's uh, now he's um, back in WWE, looking like a hypocrite. So, uh, it is what it is. Eric, go ahead, give us your biggest one.
1: This might not mean anything to anybody, but I'd rather hang out with MJF than CM Punk.
0: Bro, he's our scumbag.
1: Anyway, uh, so it, uh, I did put something here, but I want to – I'm just going to update it, and I'm going to put insert uh, Philadelphia sports teams in championships or playoffs were my biggest disappointments of 2023. Um, the Sixers – Jesus Christ, man. I don't even know where to begin. Quest Watkins fucking uh, can't catch a football to save his life. Gets paid like $8 million a year to do one fucking thing, and he can't do it. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles defense in the Super Bowl just absolutely disappeared. Granted, it's Patrick Mahomes. You know, no, probably one of they were one A to our or they were one B to our one A in offense last year, so it makes sense. But for me, it was just honestly just. I, I know we had, I know we were winning clubs. I know, we were, but the goal is to win championships, and it just, I, I, I love my sports teams. I wear my Philly tuxedo every day. Um, you will not catch me without at least one piece of Philly being represented on my body. Um, And if I don't have clothing, I have the tattoo on my leg. So I definitely love – I'm a diehard fan of these. And just seeing them lose in the playoffs or the Super Bowl um, had to be my biggest disappointment. It fucking crushed and wrecked me. And and I'm I'm never going to forget you guys took enjoyment in talking about it for hours on the podcast today. So I will have my revenge. Much like the Eagles will get their Super Bowl, I will have my revenge on you guys. Okay. And uh, Nevada's Nevada's
0: biggest disappointment was the Philadelphia Eagles not covering money oh, line in the Super Bowl. God,
1: dude, uh, <laughs> dude I, I'm gonna go buy Legos and just sprinkle them all over your room, the floor of your room.
0: Dude, I'm 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 like the chick from entrapment. Catherine Zeta ain't got nothing. Oh, you just me,
1: dude. be fucking <laughs> dodging them shits like the Matrix and get the fuck out of here.
0: Uh, all right, last thing. Uh, coming from one of the two resident Colorado Rockies fans, um, Shohei Otani, Otani. Otani. Um, moving across the street from the Anaheim Angels of Los Angeles. <laughs> it's not what they're called anymore, but once upon a time, they were called that. Um, and he joined Crosstown Rivals. He went from the AL to NL to join the Los Angeles Dodgers. In what is a much-beligned move by almost everyone involved, he signed a $700 million 10-year contract, and he was able to get the Los Angeles Dodgers to defer $680 million until after he's left the team, which means he counts for only $2 million against the cap for the Los Angeles Dodgers, which almost seems, insane. I don't know, like cheating or a competitive imbalance, or I don't know, not fair, <laughs> like at a at a minimum. Um yeah, we've t- we've touched based on this on the podcast. So if you want to hear our thoughts on the show A trade, uh, he was the what the fuck headline the week after he signed. So you can go hear us talk about that there. But yeah, that was a, a pretty disappointing. What's funny is Nick Nevada and I were disappointed and heartbroken, like upset and just couldn't believe it. We're talking about it for days on days. Right. But all year we've been saying he's signing with the Dodgers. I don't know what happened from when the world series champ was crowned to when Shohei signed. but a part of me truly believed he wasn't signing with the Dodgers, even though for a year I had been saying he's signing with the Dodgers. So I, I, it's, basically it's my fault
1: <laughs> you guys spoke it into existence man
0: we knew look they spoke it into existence yeah
1: when they said 700 million with the first 680 they spoke oh that shit right God. in their existence it's so crazy anyways
0: you guys got anything else any honorable mentions anything you want to touch on anything for the year review no just think we covered i think we covered it yeah all right nine categories nine roomies handed out um You know, there was only winners for some of the categories. The last three categories we touched didn't have winners. But a quick recap for the last two episodes. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse had 36 points, was the winner for best movie of the year. Uh, The Bear Season 2 had 46 points. Most points scored by any uh, one thing this year. Uh, They get best show. Uh, Winner for video game is Star Wars Jedi Survivor with 27 points. Um, winner for best podcast is Room 303 and Revenge of the Pod with 60 points, a whopping clean sleep, <laughs> sweep from the both of them. Uh, or uh, New Heights, uh, the only non Room 303 network related podcast, uh, to, to chart in the top two. Um, and then the song I'm sorry, album of the year is K Tramine by K Tramine. I remember I first was like, "Ah, I kind of expected more. And then the album grew on me, and I thought it was fantastic. I remember saying I expected more. (laughs) And now I'm like, it's the album of the year. It's the greatest. It's the greatest thing ever. And then best song, uh, Sunset for the Dead, Tommy Newport. Do yourself a favor. Go put this song on, uh, and you'll agree. You'll know uh, that it should have had 60 points and that Jason, Nick, Nevada, and Luigi are uncultured swine. But it is what it is. (laughs) <laughs> uh best sports moment we'll give it to the texas rangers uh uh biggest surprise is Corey Pepe- perry fucking Connor bedard's mom and biggest disappointment is the uh super bowl <laughs> all right uh follow us on instagram twitter and youtube for at podcast room 303 uh follow our sister pod revenge of the pod or brother pod i don't know why i always say sister Follow our brother pod, uh, Revenge of the Pod, at Revenge underscore. Of oh, the pod. Of the or pod. IG. Yes, sir. On IG. Should be
2: uh, similar. Yeah, and then uh, on YouTube, Revenge of the Pod. No underscore.
0: No underscore. Yes, sir. Understood and comprehended, Chef. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't believe that's making a thing, <laughs> a thing with us, dude. No,
1: it's because I say heard, Chef. And then we just started adding syllables to it, so now it's comprehend and understand, stuff. <laughs> and as soon as I can find more words with bigger, like the bigger words with more syllables, we're gonna change it to something else.
0: We need some more syllables. Yeah, dude. We haven't got enough syllables. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for myself, Jermaine Mendez. For for one half of uh, Revenge of the Pod, Luigi Orozco. For the other half, Jason Escudero. And as always, we have with us the EPE. We'll see you next time when you come on down and step into the room.